Star Wars came out with the original trilogy first, followed by a prequel trilogy, which took place before the events of the original trilogy. And here on How Star Wars Is It, we've already rated and reviewed the Killers album Sam's Town. So now we're doing a prequel of sorts by reviewing their debut 2004 hit record, Hot Fuss. How Star Wars is We both did the same riff. They can write a fucking hook, man. They can write a fucking hook for sure. Uh, let's do it. Well, hello there, Mike. Hi, Josiah, and hello, listeners. Hello, listeners. Good Welcome evening. To the show. This is this is a nighttime episode. This is, this a, is a nighttime episode. This is a like dancey pop electric mm. rock and roll mm. record. Yeah. This is a nighttime episode. If you're listening so, to this in the morning, save wait, it for later. <laughs> wait. Pause it and wait. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's the only right. This is the right way to listen. If to If it's this. Monday morning, switch over to Comedy Bang Bang or whatever else comes out on Mondays, and save this for your commute home from work. Yeah, or yeah, exactly. Save it for the commute home whenever the light is low. The light's got to be low. The, the light's got to be low for. This. I mean, I'm I'm in a very low light environment right now, so I feel like this is perfect for. This is a perfect like. Yeah, for uh, the listeners who can't see this, Josiah is in like a um a grow lab terrarium. All the lights are off, but it's just one of those like UV yeah. like sunshine lights. I'm trying to grow some algae. Yeah. But we're talking about hot fuss this week. What do we what do we do on this show? We forgot to say that. Yeah, yeah. We yeah. rate and review things on a scale of one to ten, not of how good or bad they are, but of how Star Wars they are. Yes. So Which... like imagine all the Star Wars movies, but there's other stuff. There's the animated TV shows. There's the live action TV shows. There's video games. There's yeah. uh, books, comics, calendars, desktop accoutrement, yeah. toys, all that toys. stuff. Uh, if you were to take all that Star Wars stuff, give it appropriate weighting, and then boil it all down into a chili, that's a perfect 10 out of 10 Star Wars to totality. And we are... Uh, Rating topics against that perfect 10 out of 10 chili. Yes, we are. And this week's topic is another entry by The Killers, who we have already talked about on this show. But we were like, what do we want to do? What do we want to do? What do we want to do? And Mike and I were both just a dearth of inspiration. There was nothing there. Yeah. We were like, nothing is inspiring us. Nothing is making us feel that spark of this could be fun. Right. And then we were like, let's just do The Killers again. Yeah. Cause you know why the killers are great. <laughs> the killers are great. We, if, if uh, long time listeners will remember not even long time, we did it like six weeks ago. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, when we covered Sam's town, we both kind of said, yeah, you know, I kind of forget about the killers. And then when I listen to them, I'm like, Oh, this is my favorite band. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, I had that experience again today when I listened to this record, I was like, Oh yeah, the killers are great. And yeah, they're they are just my favorite really band. good. They're one of my favorite bands. Um, so this is this, their debut album that we're talking about this week. And of course, we're not talking crazy. about if it's good or bad. We're comparing it to Star Wars. But 
by nature of talking about an album, because we both love talking about music, we will end up basically saying that we like it. <laughs> yeah. This album is such a good first album. It's insane. Yeah. In fact, it was voted here. Where's that? that uh, Gigwise Readers, which I, I presume that's some kind of music publication, voted it as the number one best debut album of all time in 2013. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not surprised by that, which is really, uh, it's really good. Well, so here, here we go. Um, it is half good. Yeah. Yeah. So I made the joke this, this morning or this afternoon when we were G chatting each other at work that, uh, you don't have to flip the record over. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Because, because, and we're not going to do smash your past yet. We're not going to yeah, smash that'll your past be yet. after the break, but I just want to talk about this, like the hit rate on this one is from the beginning the first half of the record you got jenny was a friend of mine yeah the first mr. half of the album could be called the killer's greatest hits it could and it is yeah they're all they're all singles mr brightside smile like you mean it somebody told me all these things that i've done like that right there if you if those five songs were your contribution to music yeah you could just retire yeah goodbye and be like, I've written some of the best songs uh, in the modern world, and I'm going to just retire now. Hey, by the way, the record cover itself, let's start, let's start at the very beginning. Okay, gotcha. Fucking rules. It's really cool looking. I love it. I don't know what it is exactly. Like, I'd put that on a wall. Yeah. These buildings with, like, Chinese characters in neon at the top or something like that. Yeah, but it's just, like, all light blue yeah Ugh, it's just great also what a great band name too they they lucked out and how did they, taken... yeah how how was it like the 2000s before some band was called the killers yeah they really lucked out that no one had that taken might that not be, you know they that might literally not be true there might have been a the killers back in like the oneaters days okay so but... let's see we've got the killers american rock band um there's also a band called Killers, which is a metal band hmm. from the lead singer of Iron Maiden, but it was not as successful as Iron Maiden, obviously, or else we would all have heard of it. So the Killers versus Killers. What is your like exposure or relationship to this album? Because this is one where I knew the hits at the time when they were on the radio and all that, but like this was not one where I knew the record front to back like I do with Sam's Town from like college and after college. Right, 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 right. All right. So here is my exposure to this album. Um, I listened to it on mix CDs. Uh huh. Right, so I didn't hear a lot of these songs that were the the B sides or the the not the hits, not the singles. Right. Um, because I'm pretty sure I'm not positive about this, but I'm pretty sure I heard like one of these songs for the first time today. <laughs> oh, I definitely did. I haven't really yeah. ever listened to the album proper all the but way through. Were you an iTunes boy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This yeah, was like was. peak iTunes generation. Like, I'm certain that I bought Somebody Told Me and Mr. Brightside as like individual songs for 99 cents sure. a piece. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, I don't know how I had them on Burton CDs 
but someone gave me mix CDs, either my brother or someone else that had some of these songs on there, especially all these things that I've done. That was like my jam. Yeah. My favorite song on the album. Uh, that one I came to much later, but dude, that's the fucking best. It's one of the That's greatest... the one I sang at karaoke at my wedding. <laughs> yes. It's one of the greatest songs. It it's a song where especially the like famous part, the breakdown part, the I got soul but I'm not a soldier part. That to me is like Wait a second. You're telling me this song came out in 2004? I know. This didn't come out in like 1920? Yes. Like I've got soul but I'm not a soldier. I don't know if that's like a quote from something or if they made it up. Yeah. But it feels like it's from like it's like a 60s protest song yeah, or something, right. you know? Like, it just it's, feels like it's always been a phrase. Yes. And maybe it has? Like, musically. And maybe also, like, the actual words. But, like, that part of that song feels like they, like you said, like, they, pu- they pulled it out of, like, a like a Woodstock. Yeah. That's what it feels like. And they are good at that. They, they have songs where I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? This is new? Yeah. Yeah, like, they feel or, like you know classic. at the time like like, I, like them... we said this on Samstown but like that record is all very like Bruce Springsteen-ish and yeah. this one like isn't quite so like you can pin it down to like one inspiration or whatever but there are phrases in this in the music of this album that it's like is that Queen from the yeah. 70s or is that something from 2004 yeah Exactly. Some of it feels like classic rock in a way. Yeah, but but not in like a dad way. No. Maybe not they, even they classic really, rock. They really like thread the needle of like pop and rock and yes. past and future. And like, I, I don't know how they fucking do it. <laughs> Me neither. It's very impressive. Past and no doubt future. <laughs> Guess yeah. the show Michael Delaney. They thread his needle really well. <laughs> Actually, I don't know if he likes the, if he likes the killers. Or not, we'll ask but, uh, him. We'll ask him next time. Yeah, so like all these things that I've done was like my go-to jam for a long time. I had this like I had this like playlist on iTunes that was like life songs. And it, and the, all these things that I've done was on there cuz I was like this is like this is just life, man. It's like, it, like a full musical. It is entirely. It starts with that dun dun like it, it, it's up tempo. It's down tempo. It's like yeah. you got everything. Slow. It's quiet. It's loud. It's boisterous. <laughs> you got everything you need. If it, it, you know how you you say you would take um, Love Shack to yes. a, a d- desert island, totally. I might take all these things that I've done to a totally. Desert island. Yeah, you get a lot of bang for your buck. Yeah, I think. And I, could... I sang both of those at my wedding. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes, you did. I like a value for my song. I'm paying 99 cents on iTunes for it. <laughs> yes. Give me everything you've got, songwriters. Yeah. Yeah. I think I could listen to all these things that I've done for the rest of my life. If like, would you rather listen to just one song for the rest of your life or, or some other option? If, the, if it was all these things that I've done, I'd say, yeah, I'll take that one. Yeah. That's a really good song. I'll take it. It's very good. Mykonos um, by uh, Fleet Foxes. Love Shack, uh, Semi-Charmed Life. Yes. You Get What You Give by the New Radicals. All get the bang for your buck. You know that song? No. That's the one that's like, um, don't 
let go you've got a reason to live oh yeah one dance left there's like there's like 500 different ideas in that song it's sort of like uh, how ryan johnson did um the last jedi he was like right. I wanted to do two, and they were like, well, you can write two, but someone else is going to direct the third. And he was like, no, fuck off. I'm just going to do one. I'm going to put all of my ideas into that one. <laughs> yes, exactly. Exactly. It's exactly what it's like. So so that was my... Oh, and the other thing that we did, two things. I covered two different uh, songs from this record in high school. Hell yeah. Where, where my band, uh, we did... well a group of friends not necessarily my band in at the spring concert we sang all these things that i've done mashed up with i want to say it was hey jude uh which that was just sense. like a very excessive like self-indulgent eight minute long experience um it's a high school band it's a high school band what and are we you did gonna it, do we did it for the spring choir concert and it was <laughs> so epic bro <laughs> and then epic! <laughs> and then my senior year we covered which just was like years after the song had come out because this came out in 2004 and i didn't start high school until th- 2006 um but we covered my senior year we did it for a pep rally we covered mr brightside cool. and i sang lead on it and played bass and i was oh, yeah. like this song only has one note. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just yeah, kidding. Wow. This song has two notes. That's the other note right there. Mm-hmm. And then there's another note. And then there's the third note. <laughs> <laughs> third note and a third note. Third note and a fourth note. It's the one in between. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Open so it's got four- up my third note. <laughs> <laughs> so it's got like four notes overall. How, but most of it- how is that song the like definitive fucking hit of our generation with 1.6 yeah. billion listens on Spotify? Like it yeah. has four notes. It has four notes. It's it's if you were to ask our generation like what is what is the don't stop believing of millennials? Yeah. I bet you, Family they'd Feud say, style, it would be Mr. Brightside at the top of the list. They'd say the Glee version of Don't Stop Believing. <laughs> yeah. And then they'd be like, this, okay, so that's the first. Ba, the second ba, ba, is probably ba, da, ba. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. O'Reilly. <laughs> Auto Parts. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and they'd be like, and the third is Wipeout. <laughs> Wait a minute, that's not the millennials. And, and like, then Sorry. the fourth would be. Coming out of my gotta gotta be down because I want. Dude, listening to this in headphones again too, like like hearing like parts of it where he's like singing. He's like doubling. Yes. But then he drops out at parts. Yeah. There was I saw a note in the um, wiki the echo farm. It's like a, a vocal effect in like lo- not logic. Um, one of those Dawes. Yeah, totally. Also, I looked up the genius lyrics for "I've Got Soul, but I'm Not a Soldier," and apparently that's not a reference to anything. That's just he just came up with that. It's like an invention, incredible. So, like, n- not to say that no one said that before him, but it is not 
at least it is not documented online that that is a reference to anything else. Oh, by the way, those um, buildings with the Chinese characters on the top are in Beijing. Uh, and the characters themselves translate to approximately construction material development. It's just oh. like buildings with cool letters on the top. Cool. Um, that's, yeah, that's no. New. Listen to this record with headphones, ladies and germs. Yeah. Good headphones if you got them. Let's see, what else? So this was the era of like the iTunes 99 cent song. Um, and I also listened to it on mix CDs, but there were mix CDs that I made. Yeah. And it included things, basically anything that was on like an iTunes commercial. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, okay, go. <laughs> and like, uh, um, I'm a new soul. I came to this strange world. <laughs> and like, um, I think that's by, um, the Fratellis. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, I'm loving it. <laughs> That's on the survey says. <laughs> survey says. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. If they had sold that song for 99 cents, that'd been such a ripoff. I'd been like, that should be like 20 cents. That's yeah. a, it's such a short song. <laughs> I used um, to I used to be in like I was in bands in high school and college, and like we would sell EPs at like our concerts, you know, because we had uh, like we would burn like a hundred CDs. It would take all afternoon. You just like burn a hundred CDs with you our, sell, like, our, four or five. Yeah. And so you you'd, you'd we'd um had six songs on the EP and uh, six of our originals that we recorded on like some dude's garage band and um like he was our producer and really it was just he had a MacBook in a garage band and right, was like exactly knew how to work it and we were like you're incredible because it was 2007 right um and we would sell these CDs for like 5 bucks a CD and they had six songs on there. And the thing we'd always say is we're like, hey, cheaper than iTunes. <laughs> that was like our selling point. We were like, yeah, six songs great. for $5 cheaper than iTunes. That's awesome. Go get it. Yeah, another iTunes commercial. Remember that? Uno, dos, dos tres, tres catorce. Remember whenever they took over everyone's iPod or whatever, iPhone, everyone was so mad about it. Well, remember that commercial was for the the black iPod with the red wheel, Mm. the like U2 iPod. Ah, man. I miss having an iPod. I miss physical media. Yeah, totally. Anyway, The Killers, 2004, Hot Fuss. Should we compare this to Star Wars? Yeah, you got some characters in there. Characters. You got some characters. You got Jenny. Yep. You got Andy. Sure. You got Natalie. Of course. Um, you got Mr. Brightside. Oh, yes. Himself. Um, There's a girlfriend or a boyfriend who looks like a girlfriend. Yeah. It's another character. Mistaken identity. I guess there's like the Kira Knightley Padme thing. Is there any other mistaken identity things in Star Wars? I guess there's like revealed identities. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. I don't know. I think I'm mistaken it is. Uh, is there sneaky? This album isn't very sneaky. No, but there are songs that have kind of like sneaky vibes. Like somebody told me that was the first song I knew oh, that, that, by wow, the Killers. Wow. Yeah. Um. 
There, there's a lot it's, of synthy stuff, which isn't necessarily Star Wars, despite it being like a sci-fi thing. The music is very orchestral. Um, yeah. But this does have like an edge of like, I don't know, like not sci-fi per se, but it does sound like You know what it sounds lasers. like Lasers. Yeah, lasers. It sounds like fucking... <laughs> Ready, let's go. It sounds like the it sounds like cyberpunk. Yeah, yeah. Yes. It sounds like uh, what's that 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 movie about androids that they made a sequel to recently? The Matrix. The Matrix. It does sound like the Matrix too. Um, movie about androids. What's it called? Oh, Megan. <laughs> it's not Megan, but that's like I googled Android movies and Google was like Megan, and I was like, no, not Megan. Uh, but I do want to see M M three again. Yeah, it's fun. Uh, Let me know when you do, and then we've got ourselves an episode in the making. <laughs> Blade Runner. Oh, sure. Yeah. Feels like Blade it sounds Runner. like what that looks like. Exactly. That's exactly yeah. what, it's that aesthetic. It yeah. sounds like what that looks like. Uh, wait, 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 wait. Which, like, I know that, like, I, 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 this is like when you find out that a wine has like hints of chestnut in it, and then you like start talking about it, like, oh yeah, it's got like kind of chestnutty character. Yeah. But like, yeah, you yeah. wouldn't have said that had you not known it. But knowing they're from Vegas and the desert yeah. and like kind of a weird place to be from, like. You do hear that in this and in Samstown, where like it, it, again, like once you're told, yeah, this is neon. This album is neon. Samstown is like the sprawling desert, and right. this album is like neon signs, right? Like it's those different parts of Vegas, those different yeah, parts yeah. of the desert, and that's different parts of of Nevada and everything. Yeah, um, or Nevada. I don't know how people are supposed to say it. I think it's Nishlauer. Nishlauer. Uh, hey, Caitlin. Caitlin, how do you say Nevada? Did she hear me? No, she's gone. Ah, dang it. Is she getting your ears pierced? I was hoping she heard, though. Yeah, she's getting her ears pierced. Again. And you've gotten your ears pierced. <laughs> you know what that's from? No. That's from The Parent Trap. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. When Annie, who it's actually Hallie, comes back to the british house or rather goes there for the first time would you if your kid came home from camp with their ears pierced would you be like would you be cool about it or would you be like you did not ask me if she was 11 i might be like hey i'm i'm disappointed in you for not asking me but like the thing is done it's not like she can like yeah. get them unpierced can't unpierce your ears yeah, I think I'd be cool about it. I think I'd be like, oh, that's great. Next time, let's try to run these decisions by me and your mom. Right. So that we can like help you out and make sure we do this safely. Because I know you did it with a, a needle and an apple, you sick freak. Well, they don't know that. That's true. I know that because I saw the movie. Yeah. So I'm assuming. You're nervous. An 11 year old is cutting my hair. Hey, you <laughs> sounded just like me. Like, why? Why in a time of um, <sighs> distress would she snap into an American accent for the first time ever? Because <laughs> it's in her DNA. Uh, yeah. You know, 
accents are born in you. Uh huh. Yeah. This is welcome to our re, our Parent Trap recap podcast. Should we do Parent Trap soon? Yeah, we should. I love that movie, man. That's really funny. I haven't seen it in a long time. That movie has a whole fucking third act. <laughs> that yeah. movie has like like fifty minutes of camp, and then all of a sudden it's a fully different movie for another like two hours. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. And I haven't I haven't seen it in a long time, but um, I'm taking your word for it. Should we jump into the pit? Yeah, uh, should we? Are we early with all the like starts and stops? I don't know like where we are on our. Uh, I think we are. Let me look. It. We've said it sounds like what Blade Runner looks like. Yes. There's not much sneaking around, but there are some sneaky vibes. Some sneaky vibes for sure. And there's at least one sneaky hit, which yeah, is oh, a, a secret smash. Me, uh, showing my cards a little for our game. Oh, interesting. What other like big Star Warsy things do we talk about? There's like good and evil. It doesn't really have good and evil. Keep going. I'm, my dog is barking. I don't know why. There's a whole song about like jealousy. That's kind of Anakin-y. Anakin-y. Is Anakin Mr. Brightside? Yes. Wait, let's do a classic Pusui textual analysis. Wait a second. Andy, you're a star. Annie, you're a <gasps> Star Wars? <laughs> oh my God, it all goes all the way to the top. <laughs> all right, let's see. What, what can we learn about Mr. Brightside, the man himself? Coming out of my cage, I've been doing just fine. Okay, he's in a cage. Could you describe Anakin as being in a cage? Sure, of his own fate. Yeah. Gotta gotta be down. And he was literally a slave. That's true. Gotta gotta be down because I want it all. He definitely wants it all. Yes. Um, Started out with a kiss. How did it end up like like this? this. We could say that was with Padme. Yeah. Like his whole thing was like, I have to protect Padme. I'm in love with her, but I'm not allowed to be in love. Yeah. Now I'm falling asleep and she's calling a cab. There's cabs on Coruscant where she sleeps. Yep. 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 While he's having spoken, he's taking a drag. Now they're going to bed. My stomach is sick. He's and it's all in my head. Yeah, wait. So this is him um, okay. picturing another guy with the woman he loves. Yes. Or that he secretly loves. And he's just imagining almost like um, the guy from White Lotus imagining Aubrey Plaza fucking his friend or whatever. Yes, exactly. So and to put that into Anakin's perspective. It's all in his head. So he's, he's he has dreams. He has dreams and visions and so, yeah. it's never really explicitly stated but like when when she comes to Mustafar to tell him like what's going or ask what's going on and then Obi-Wan steps off the ship and he like goes berserk. Mm-hmm. I think he is thinking that like Padme like maybe has a thing with Obi-Wan. I do. They never really play the love triangle thing, but like it's totally, it's totally in, slightly implied. I can yeah. totally see that. And I even like what back. You know how everyone has their own like rewritten version of the prequels to make right. them good. A friend of mine and I, like back in college, were like, let's like let's like workshop like what would make the prequels good. And one of the things we included was a love triangle between yeah. the three of them, because um, that makes it kind of interesting. Could be kind of yeah. interesting, you know, if, if done even correctly. if it's a love triangle only in Anakin's head, exactly, like, and it's all in his head. Like maybe he sees without hearing them, like Obi Wan, like maybe Padme like trips and he like 
tends to her wound or whatever. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. And it's very sexual. Yeah. Because she has to, to rip Anakin. Off, she has to rip off half of her shirt. Right. <laughs> she got scratched. Right. By a saber tooth tiger. <laughs> saber tooth tiger. Saber tooth tiger. Triceratops. Pterodactyl. Yeah. Um, I I'm a frog. Remember that in the movie whenever he gets to be a frog. <laughs> yeah, man, we gotta do the movie. Yeah, we gotta do Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Brady Bunchry Union. <laughs> <laughs> I have the VHS somewhere. I gotta find it. Um. Anyway, I think where where were we? We're in the pre-chorus. Yeah. Uh, chest now. He takes off her dress now. Let me go. I just can't look. It's killing me. They're taking control. This is Anakin, baby. Yeah, it's Anakin all over. Jealousy, turning saints into the sea, swimming through sick lullabies, choking on your alibis. But it's just the price I make. Destiny is calling me. Open up my eager eyes because I'm Mr. Brightside. I'm Mr. Yeah. Skywalker, more like. More like I'm Mr. Skywalker. Hey, Anakin guys. is Mr. Brightside. <laughs> is Mr. Brightside Star Wars? Can we just give Mr. Brightside a quick Hasui score before we go to the break? <laughs> yeah, I think Mr. Brightside is 10 out of 10 for sure. Mr. Brightside is 10 out of 10 Anakin, and Anakin yeah. is in a lot of Star Wars. I'm thinking Mr. Brightside gets like a 5 or a yeah, 6. Like a, yeah, I was going to say like a 5, totally. Yeah. Um, cause we did all the lyrics cause the second part is just a repeat of the first and it's all very Anakin. So I'm going to say a five, five out of 10. And there's that whole scene when it was right after he said, I don't like sand where he goes, I never. <laughs> yeah. He just sings it four times. You're right. I never. Boom, bam, boom. Do, 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 Lasers, lasers, lasers. Okay, let's go to the break. We. Oh, are we leaving to the break? Yep. Oh, yeah, we. <laughs> oh, yeah, we. <laughs> Webster's Dictionary defines podcast as a domesticated, odd-toed, hoofed mammal with a great affinity for oats. That's a horse. Oh, right. But we are a podcast, and we're called Roommate Lovers. We do advice questions such as, why is my roommate using my toothbrush? How do I flirt without being creepy? Why are you using my toothbrush? I told you, I just couldn't find mine that Gross. day. We live together and are together, which is why we call the show Roommate Lovers. We're roommate and sl- lover. We're ro- we're roommates and lovers. Well said. Gross. Find new episodes of Roommate Lovers on Mondays wherever you podcast. Now that's a podcast of a different color. You mean horse? Uh, y- yes, of course. <laughs> and we're... Mr. Uh, Brightside. <laughs> Mr. Brightside. Uh, welcome back, everybody, to the podcast, How Star Wars Is It? We're talking exclusively about the killer's debut album, Hot Fuss, and not if it's good or bad. We're relating it to Star Wars. Now we're going to talk about it if it's good or bad. <laughs> Yes, we are. We're going to smash or pass it. This is a thing that we, if this is your first episode by any chance, we've started reviewing a lot of records in the past, I don't know, year. And uh, usually after our ad break, we play a little game, a trivia game or a wordplay game. But uh, with albums, we uh, tend to go song by song and say if it's a smash or a pass. Or as we say, smish or piss. Smish or piss. Um, so we're gonna, I'm going to play the songs from my phone into the microphone the microphone all right ready let's let's get started here's jenny was a friend of mine i'm waiting for spotify to open because for whatever reason i never can like hear it from the zoom (laughs) 
starts out with this weird helicopter noise. Let's get to that base, you know? Oh, I think it like, yeah. What you wanna hear? Oh, come on, oh, come on, oh, come on. We're starting out with the real Smash Baby. Yeah, the song fucking slaps. Fucking slaps, it rips. I think it's in the second verse. Hang on one sec. Yeah, in the second verse when like he's got some actual like rasp on his voice when he's like, I just can't take this. Yeah, 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 yeah. Great. It's so good. And there's that like synth throughout, and that's kind of like a character in this album. Yes, for sure. I love the bass on this one too, like boom, 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 boom. It's so good. It's a real great start to an album. It's just like it kind of sets the tone. It's like, yeah. all right, we're gonna do some storytelling. We're gonna do some. It's gonna be like lasers, just like lasers. Get ready for it. You know, it does another thing that they do a lot, which is like minor key verses. When we did um, Sam's Town, every song for me was either a smash or like a. Yeah, wait, which one is this? Oh, right, Smash. Right, like, yeah, it, yeah, yeah, it'll, yeah. It'll, like, creep up on you because they do these, like, minor key verses that sound kind of almost, like, spooky or, like, um, eerie. Yeah. And then the chorus is just, like, power chord major key, and it's like, yay! You're like, <laughs> yes, we got there! Yeah. Yeah, it's the best. Now we got Mr. Brightside coming mm, up next. I wonder if this is a smash or a pass. I wonder what it sounds like. <laughs> 1.6 billion streams on Spotify. That's and Spotify is only what, like 10 years old? Yeah, that's crazy. You guys know this song. It's Mr. Brightside. It's Mr. Brightside. Boo, doo, 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 doo. It's a smash, God, guys. It's such a smash. I'm not tired of this song. I've heard no. this song a th million times. The I'm not tired only of this time song. I'm ever tired of it is when like a group of people are singing it at karaoke. Yeah, sure. You know, like if like four people go up and it's like, all right, Abby and her three friends, come on up. <laughs> no, because it should just be me singing it at karaoke by myself. Yeah. It's great. It's a total smash. All right. Next up is Smile Like You Mean It. Smile Like You Mean It. Skip ahead a little bit. Even all just that like intro instrumental is very deserty. Yeah, totally. Minor verse. Skip ahead. Major chord. That's another cool trick where, like, the the hook that is kind of a minor figure, that, like, guitar-y, synth -y hook, whatever the instrument actually is, is, like, a spooky sound, a minor key. Mm -hmm. And then when it's played with a major key underneath it, it's like, oh, now it's fun. <laughs> now it's fun and nice. 
Total smash. Loving yeah. it. I, I wrote, what did I write? I wrote, another smash? Three in a row? Yeah. Three in a row. And just in time for another big hit single. The first one I ever heard, but it wasn't their first single. Mr. Brightside apparently was. Mm-hmm. But the next song, number four on the album, is Somebody Told Me. There it is. If somebody told me, guys, somebody told me that you had a boyfriend that looked like a girlfriend that I had in February of last year. This song was, first of all, it's a smash. This song is, like, intrinsically linked with, in my brain, for whatever reason, to Survivor. And I think Mm. I know why. I was still watching it in 2004 when this song was a huge hit. We were in, what, middle school? Yeah. So, like, developing taste. Mm -hmm. And also, as just, this is a coincidence, a big commercial that played that season of Survivor was for Target and the song that played on it was Beautiful World by Devo and they mm-hmm. kind of have a similar sound and I think when this song came out and that commercial was playing all the time I just like married them in my brain. You're like, these are now the same. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, uh, totally. But yeah, this song's a fucking hit. You know what that, that intro m- instrumental sounds like is if lasers came out of radios... Yeah. That whole intro is the person trying to tune to the right frequency right, to shoot the laser. Man. And then right when they get it right to the right frequency, it shoots and it goes, wow, wow, wow. Yeah. Wow, wow, wow. Breaking my back. This is no yardy. <laughs> so good. Yeah. I wrote another smash. All bangers. No flops. Yeah. Is that what this album is? But Totally. So far, yes, but we'll see if it if it stays. Yeah, that I mean, way. hey, your time's running out. There better not be another flop, or there better not be a flop anytime soon. Enter oh, wait. song five. Oh wait, the best song ever written. All these things <laughs> I, I've done. Skip ahead a little bit. I want to stand up. I want to let go. I'm ruining it. That that guitar sounds like a human voice. Yeah. Like it sounds so rich and perfect. Yeah, it's really good. And then, of course, that's a song with I've Got Soul, But I'm Not a Soldier, which is... an indelible mark on music history. Yeah, I, I wrote, oh, now one of the best songs ever written. Okay, great. Another yeah. smash. Like, it's just like the first five songs on this album are all so good. And then here's, here's what happens after this. Songs six through 11 are all ones I hadn't really heard before today. I, like, listened to this yeah. song or this album probably four or five times today to, like, calibrate a little. It's not like Samstown where I know every song. Um... And of the remaining songs, which we, w- we might start getting into flop territory, this yes. next one is one of my favorites of the ones I hadn't yes. heard before. Number six, one- Andy, You're a Star. 
one, two. I love that. One, two. All those synths, the like synth pad and the like the keyboard synth, like. It's this one is a secret smash for me. Big time. It's like it sneaks up on you, but then you re-listen to it and you're like, this rules. I'm going so to the I'm, second chorus. Or like that first one wasn't even really a full chorus. Right. The the sort second of a tag. time through where the like Andy Eurostar is the kind of like sweeping right. lyrics, the chorus again goes kind of major. It reminds me of Uncle Johnny from Samstown, which of course is like a backwards way of saying it, but like it starts off and it's like gritty and it's like oh what's this gonna be it's kind of weird and then like the chorus again is just like oh am i watching a fucking musical yeah it's so good but man how how like um how smart they are to pare down so much that that whole first like i don't know 30 seconds or so or 10 seconds is just like the one instrument and it's like very Mm -hmm. staccato it's not like it's not audacious. It's not like a big like rock band like. It's like like so spare, so good. Yeah, it's really good. Uh, and then we get into flop territory. Yeah. Song number seven is on flop. Oops, sorry, on top. On top. All right, so I want it to be a smash, but it's six smash with six smashes in a row. Yeah. It's time for a pass. Yeah, I wrote fine. I I think that's going to be my new metric now, smash or fine, because that's what I did through all of emotion, uh, mm-hmm. and like I can't in good faith say like an album that they like really like mastered the tone and the aesthetic of like a single piece. Like it feels bad to give anything a pass. The other thing, though, is this song has farts in it. <laughs> yeah, it does. <laughs> that whole, like, intro synthy stuff sounds like, like, robot farts. Which it does. It does. is kind of Star Wars. It's pretty Star Wars. On to change your mind. fine but it's another pass for me yeah pretty forgettable pretty forgettable 
This just is meh. And we got Believe Me Natalie. It's like I want it to be a smash, but it's not. It sounds like it should be iconic with the name like Believe Me Natalie. Yeah, it's, but it's um, not. It's forgettable. It is. I mean, we'll talk about this at the end, but like they wrote six amazing songs. Right. And then they wrote six like mediocre songs. Like generation defining songs. Six generation defining songs on one album. Yeah, and the then like five or six others that like definitely sound like they're by the same band from the same record. So it's like the contrast is just like whiplash. It is. Like just not Sam's Town doesn't have Mr. Brightside on it. It has it has two big singles, but they're not nearly as big as that. And like it's yeah. like sort of a story album almost. So like yeah. the the roller coaster is more even. And this one is just like you climb, you climb, you climb, you climb, you climb, and then like you're just like at the top. <laughs> yeah. And you never and then yeah, yeah, totally. So we got Midnight Show is next. That bass, man. Yeah, it's so good. It's it's also a pass. It, it is, and it's my favorite of these passes. Yeah, you know, it's at least got like an up tempo. It's got a big, catchy, thumpy bass. Now this next one might be controversial. Everything will be all right. The like repetitive part starts at like three forty something. Let's skip ahead to that. Yes. Okay, it kind of sucks, but I also love it. I I think it's a fucking smash. Yeah, me too. It's uh, a smash. I, you know, for like sure. I said, Midnight Show is my favorite of the passes that like all happen in a row. But this was my of of all the songs I heard for like the first time today. I think this was my favorite. Yeah, this and Andy, like, you're a star. Something it, about it, yeah, go ahead. Something about the quality of this one sounds different. They it the is different. It was recorded in like an apartment as opposed to all the others were recorded at a studio. Oh, so that that explains that. But to it just, me, it, it's, it's great. got the same charm as like um I Want You, She's So Heavy from Let It or from mm. um, Abbey Road. Sure. A, like the same phrase repeated over and over and over. It it yeah. like 
I don't know. I love that. I love when a song repeats a phrase over and over and over. Me I too. think there are certain ones where it's like it's too much or it's too repetitive, but like I wanted this to like keep going. Yeah, same. I wanted that like chorus to go another like three minutes. It's like trancey. Yeah. It like it made me feel like time was passing like quicker, you know, like yeah. if I just stay in this song for another eleven minutes, twenty minutes will have gone by. Yes. <laughs> it's a weird secret smash to be sure. Yeah. And then that's all from the original record. Right. But on Spotify, there's a a 12th song. And there might as well not be, but let's listen to it. That's exactly what I wrote. (laughs) (laughs) It's called Glamorous Indie Rock and Roll. Sure. Uh, it's whatever. Here's what I wrote. I said, um, good, but the album already ended. Yeah, the album ended with, with everything will be all which, right. Which that is the case. Like, this is yeah. Spotify's being a little silly, I think. But um, yeah. I don't hate the song. It does feel sort of like, though, um, a, a, a really cool rock band just put out 11 awesome songs, and then at the end, like a 10 year old explained it to you. Yeah. (laughs) yeah, Don't need this. (laughs) No, it's unnecessary. It's not necessary at all. Uh, it's another pass for me, but like we can't ignore the, the, um, achievement of this album. Yeah. Six bangers in a row that are all really, 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 really good and genre defining and generation defining. Yeah. And then six in a row that are just like fine. But it does sort of stick the landing with like an album ender song. Yeah, totally. I agree. It's not it's not a platinum hit, but like No, but it's it's it works as a part of the piece of yeah. the album. Um Yeah, it's great. It's a really good album. Everyone check it out. So this is something that I think is interesting. Um, Flowers, Brandon Flowers of the band, the the guy. The band. Uh-huh. Um, in uh, 2012, he was interviewed by NME and said that he felt depressed after hearing the Strokes album, Is This It? Which, of course, was the other like decade-defining like indie rock album. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he said, it just sounded so perfect... We threw away everything we were working on, and the only song that made the cut and remained was Mr. Brightside. Wow. And and that, to me, also kind of, like, explains the latter half a little. You know, yeah. they're like, oh, nope, we got to start over. It's, it's almost like the stories you hear about, like, um, uh, uh, Rubber Soul by the Beatles inspiring brian wilson to be like oh well we got to do something bigger and better with like beach boys music it can't just be like surfing usa so then he made pet sounds and then lennon was like motherfucker yeah and then they made sergeant pepper or i don't know if i have the history right but it was like this conversation across the atlantic of these two bands that were like oh wow you can do so much with like we have a lot of respect modern day rock and roll recording capabilities yeah totally um and that feels like a like a contemporary version of that, like him hearing the strokes and going like, fuck. <laughs> yeah, that's incredible. I love that. 
Um, and and it does it well, and also right before that, apparently many of the tracks were originally recorded as demos, which the band decided to keep for their spontaneity, which you can totally feel that feel as well. Yes, right. Oh no. Um. Yeah, I think I think this record rules. Um, that's really the only thought I had there in terms of like, is it good? Um, it is lasers. It does have characters. It does have character. Like, it is like a piece. It has its own aesthetic. It's got the light blue album cover with the um, neon signs on top of all the buildings. Like, that is what this record is. Like, it is like a neon record. Let's finish up here. Let's finish up. Uh, Yeah, it's very good. It's got lasers. It's got feelings. It's got... um... (laughs) characters just like got our uh, rpg that we played lasers and yes. feelings <laughs> lasers and feelings uh crime and feelings aka right it's good shit i don't have much else to say it about doesn't it have any like well. secret father reveals or death stars no. or lightsabers but you're right it does have lasers like i i yeah. don't know how to you know what i mean like um if someone were to be like what are you talking about i would say I guess I don't know how to explain it, but this album has lasers. <laughs> this album has lasers in it. Like, is, uh, what? Uh, how much more clear can I be? I guess I have explained it. We have explained it. And we've explained it clearly and well. You hear a, a laser operator tuning his laser yes. to the right frequency, and then you hear yes. fire, and then the song begins. What more can we say? That is as, that is as clearly as it can be defined. It is called, in terms of its genres on Wikipedia... Alternative rock, post-punk, revival, new wave, and synth pop. And I think that's right. Like, I think I think it is, hey, there's a Star Wars thing. It's kind of mm. a lot of things. It's like Euro synthy dance, but it's also like classic rock and like a little bit of sort of Devo-y, new wave-y, punk, post-punk-y. Yeah, totally, totally, totally. Uh, and it rules, and Star Wars rules sometimes. And they're like the biggest band. Still They're the biggest fan. Yeah. You know what's interesting? Okay, wait. The hit rate on this album is about 50%. And the hit rate of Star Wars is about is probably close to that. That's a good point. And the good ones are like transcendent and the are bad really ones good. are like hot garbage. Exactly, exactly. That's Star Wars. I don't think any any bad songs on this album are garbage. I think they're just no. sort of like background music. They're just whatever. They're just fine. Yeah. Yeah. Should we give it a rating? We should. Okay. My unit of measure will be repeated refrains. Mine will be lasers somehow. Yeah. Somehow lasers. I love that. Um, I'm going to give it a three. Yeah. I can't remember what we gave Sam's Town. Me neither. This deserves more than Sam's Town. So here's what I'll say. I'm going to also say three, but if I gave Sam's Town a three... Consider it a four from me. Okay, that sounds good. There's and you, a, can, a... you can remember that by just remembering that little rhyme. If I gave Samstown a three, consider this Give a four from me. Four from me. <laughs> That's, Mike likes to always rhyme in our ratings. Yeah, if you go so back that... and listen to all 200 plus of our episodes, I always do a rhyme at the end. Yep, he does. It's true. And they're all documented on the wiki. Um <laughs> So if you enjoyed yourself here with us, then go enjoy listening to Hot Fuss. (laughs) Uh, Mike is good at rhyming, y'all. If you've never seen him in a music improv show, he's great at rhyming. (laughs) Um, 
But that's it for today. So do you want us on the internet? Because if you do, you can find us at How Star Wars Is It on Twitter and Instagram. You can email us at a good podcast at gmail.com, which is funny. That's a funny email address. Um, and Mike, tell them about the Patreon. We also have a Patreon uh, where we do a weekly bonus episode and a bunch of other cool stuff is over there. Hours and hours of hashtag content. Content! <laughs> um, and to get all of that hashtag content, it's just $5 a month, but there's other tiers available as well. Um, and check it out. It's patreon.com slash howstarwasisit. We love your support of the show. And if you want even more of us, Mike and Josiah, we do music improv here in Chicago as part of Anarchy, the improvised rock opera. We're doing we do. shows on Thursdays through like May the 4th be with you. Yeah, um, for a long time. At IO at 8 o'clock on Thursday nights. And uh, as of this recording... There is at least one of our full shows up on my YouTube, if you want to check that out, um, that both of us were in. Um, some other ones might go up there, too, either on mine or on the Anarchy page. Um, and if you want to see even more music improv, you can come see me in Baby Wants Candy, another music improv show, on Saturday nights at Second City um, Follow us on the social medias and you can see who's doing what and when because we're yeah. not both in every show on every Thursday. But No, but we're in a lot of them, so come check us out. And I don't know, by the time this episode is released, you've already had your like birthday party night, right? <laughs> yeah, I think so. So if you came to see us on the second or third 16th. week of February, then thanks for coming. <laughs> thanks for coming out, folks. But that's it. We're done. Yeah. So, Sandwiches of Star Wars is about time for you. Bye bye. Just like we always say. We love, love you. And, and may the fourth be with you. Bye bye. And smile like you mean it.